Earbuds looking a little dirty? Time to discover Clinear Ear Cleaners. Made of a soft, flexible material, Clinear Ear Cleaners remove excess earwax and provide relief from itchy ears and dry skin. They have a unique design with a scoop on one end to remove earwax and a fin on the other end to exfoliate dry skin. With Clinear, get the scoop on clean ears. Discover the line of products at Clinear.com. Forever. Dog. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> it's been a really long time. What's happening? Since what? Since it's, it's been such a long time. Be, well, for us in real time, it's oh, since the Oscars. It, it's over a week. Oh, and are we? Oh, Bray, what are we do? Oh, Bray. Well, here, but the thing is, people keep tweeting at us, so it just feels like we just have to address it. Even though Gerard Carmichael just did a really fun. <laughs> opening monologue about how even a week out it felt too long <laughs> and every take has been done already yeah will's yeah. already apologized he my mom said my mom said to me on the phone today she said to me on the phone today at the time they were recording this uh-uh he ain't apologized they need to do something in person like she was like exactly <laughs> I, like i felt the same way i was like oh i mean i'm sure he's done that i'm sure he's done that well, technically he has not because the Rock Brothers have done stand-up and have openly said as of... Last, so today we're recording on a Monday. As of like Saturday, I think Tony Rock had a show and he's like, they ain't heard from him. This is, like they have not reached out to his family. And he was like, there's a lot of Rock Brothers. Well, why would he reach out to the family? Because he's basically saying he, like he is not... No one's heard from him. So right, right. I'm just saying like... As a person who's been disrespected in public, it's like, that shit don't mean <laughs> nothing to me until you get back. Because <laughs> you know what it's, it's Like, you just put some words out. I'm not talking about this. No, goddamn, you got me talking about it. I'm not talking about this. I'm not talking about this. It's Will Smith and Chris Rock. I don't know how to deal with this. Uh, maybe he will never call him then. I think he's mad. I think he's legitimately mad still at Chris. And I think he has a reason to be mad at him. Yeah. Went ahead and did something worse you don't think he has a reason to be mad at chris rock i think at all <laughs> that's ridiculous I, yeah I, listen listen my thing i'm not saying he doesn't have a right to be mad i think knowing chris rock like i think if will would have done what he did at the end if he would have yelled from his chair hey nigga keep my wife name out your fucking mouth chris rock would have apologized instantly or like my bad bro yeah like i think if he would have stood up and be like, nigga. I agree with this. Yes. Yeah. Like he would have, he, you know, it is Chris. You know, Chris has been like, ha, I'm just, you know, it's something about what's happening where I feel like, yo, Will been through a lot in the last two years, man. Like he. Yeah. They've been through a lot. He's taking other shit out on. <laughs> Jada ain't been through shit. Will been through a lot. <laughs> I ain't talk. No, I'm saying Will has been through a lot. And I think, like, if you read his book, he talks about feeling like a coward his whole life. And, like, that Red Table Talk, my man shouldn't have been on that episode, yo. Like, he should <laughs> never have been on that episode. I think he's been taking the hits for two years, man. And he snapped, yo. He said, I'm about to slap the shit out Chris Rock. That's going to be... <laughs> I just feel sorry. I feel like it's like... I just feel bad. Like, I feel bad that I've listened... To like how I found out as I was in a bar and it was a bunch of white, white dudes. Oh, uh, no. A bunch of white dudes. And me and my boy, Che, and they go, y'all hear about what happened? 
Will Smith smacked Chris Rock. And I'm looking at these little preppy ass white boys in West Hollywood, like laugh and joke about it. And I was like, fuck. And the thing is, Two niggas can fight and be good with it, but it's like, it's something about like white America. Like, <laughs> oh man, Will Smith, look at that, the good one who don't the curse is like smacking niggas. I was like, that shit sucks. It sucks. It's true. It sucks. He's the good one. There was an Esquire, Esquire, I want to say, headline that was like, Will Smith gave ammo to racists. <laughs> but anything we do gives ammo to, the thing is so crazy, Louis C.K. just won a Grammy and I'm reading about Will Smith, like, movies being held on pause. And I'm like, are yeah, you kidding what? me? Roman Polanski got nominated and won an Oscar for the piano years after he fled the country. Mel yes, Gibson yeah. is still nominated. And I'm looking at Will Smith, who feel like he had, The only person Will Smith needs to apologize to is Chris Rock. And Chris Rock needs to apologize to Jada Pickett. Like, to me, it's like, that's the only fucking... This is some black shit. <laughs> hey, Jada, my bad. I went too far. Hey, Chris, my bad for slapping the shot at you in front of all these people. That's on me. And then we go to the cookout and we just fucking chill, yo. Like, I listen to white people talking about some, oh, we got to investigate a, sla- a slap, nigga? <laughs> a, ain't like he knocked him out. He slapped him and sat back down. Like, niggas was good. Chris yeah. was like, go on with the show. I don't know if you can say it was good. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. And then it's also, it is just, it's so public. Not to not to defend the Oscars, because I don't agree with any, I don't, they, we need to cancel the Oscars. Can we cancel the Oscars? Don't cancel Will. Don't cancel Chris Rock. Cancel the Oscars. Can we do that? <laughs> can this somehow be the Oscars fault? Man, Netflix, <laughs> Netflix needs to, ch- yo, Netflix needs to chill, bro. They're going to put his movies on pause? What? Man, they out what? here doing all kinds of crazy stuff with all kinds of people. And they go put his move. <laughs> Why? For what? I mean, it, again, nobody's defending it. Will's not defending it anymore. He did He did try to defend it at the time. Yeah, at the <laughs> time. Them, hold on. Them clapping for that nigga. I was like, this is the most white woman shit of all time. That was a real white woman night Chris, <laughs> uh, Will Smith had. He was like, don't you dare say my wife can't get ketchup on her fries and he went back I asked to speak to the manager smacked the manager and sat back at the table and was like I want this meal for free yeah I don't <laughs> think people I, I think nobody was clapping that he's so yo when, I'm saying no when he won the Oscar he was like they were like uh, right I know they were clapping because he won the no, Oscar but, he, but then he also was like trying to say like you know like i'm a protector and i defend and they were like and they and they were like yep yes yes he's a protector yes richard williams yes like also i'm like how selfish is it so far every time the williams sisters i didn't had to listen to some white lady like put them down at an award show then i had to listen to will smith use their dad be like i'm a protector like first off they were in the hood and niggas was trying to attack and talk about hooking up with they, his daughter. This is not the fucking same, dude. He is literally trying to save their goddamn life. You are a rich celebrity sitting in the front row. The fr- he just talked about Javier Bardem. Like, it wasn't like... I gotta say, I don't want to get out of this cold open because Gerard directly comparing Will to a white woman right now is so funny to me. It's white woman <laughs> shit. So and, then, and then we all clap for that nigga. It's, it's not. It's, it's not that. It's not that. It, 
it's just he just shouldn't have slapped slapped him in public. I'm 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 upset because I am I you am. Notice I didn't say he shouldn't have slapped him. I just said he shouldn't have slapped in him public. In public, exactly at the after party. <laughs> at the after party. <laughs> just do it. Do it at the after party, man. Go backstage and do it, dude. Just don't do it in front of a camera. Then <laughs> uh. he walked. This is my thing about it that made it. The thing I didn't like about it is that after he did it, he smirked, then sat down. And I was like, why are you smirk? Like, well, you he, was smack- full of, he was full of rage. <laughs> Let's just be clear about this. But see, he my was- thing is, see, my thing is, if you're going to be mad, like you, all right, you mad. But it was like, I'm going to smack this nigga and then smirk. And it's something about it that I feel like, one, the thing I don't like, let me be straight up about it, is like Braylock, I think has, like, that's the take. It's like, yo, man, all right, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to check you. I may say some shit from my chair. But when we get backstage... Bruh, I got you backstage because we know how important this event is. We know how black people, we don't get a chance to like just live like everybody else. And I'm not saying like if that had been like fucking Josh Brolin with Smacky and Ricky Gervais, we'd have been like, damn. But no, what? we wouldn't be talking about it right now. We literally wouldn't be. We don't know how about true it. that is, though. Right. On stage. Well, yeah, I don't know about that. On stage. <laughs> nigga. Nigga, we, we, listen, white people get a up to three-year punishment, okay? That is how long, seriously, that's how long fucking Roman Polanski, he had like three years. Next thing you know, he was back in Hollywood making movies, well, not in Hollywood, but he was back making movies with A-listers. Fucking Mel Gibson had three years. He was gone. Then he came back, and it's like, yo, white people get three years to fuck up. Fucking, what's his name? Louis. Louis had three years. Now he winning Grammys again. I ain't even see the fucking special. Did you see that, Joe? I can't did believe you, he won Did you a hear Grammy. about it coming out? I no, I didn't hear any about any I just heard I just saw on Twitter that he won, won a Grammy. I can't believe he won a Grammy. I don't understand. I don't understand what the Grammys are doing. What why the anyway, that's a that's another another story for another day. That got me talking about this madness. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's what I will say. I mean, the to me, the biggest shame of it, and it was so it was really disrespectful and embarrassing to Chris Rock. The biggest shame of it was that it took away from all the other, you know, awards. And it took away from the King Richard film and the fact that Will won for this. It was like such a it, it's such a it's like this is, we've been waiting for Will Smith to win an Oscar for 20 years, you know, like since he was nominated for Ali. Like so it took away from that. It took away from Quest of Love. For oh, winning right. for Summer of Soul because that was the that was the uh, that was the award right after. Oh my after. gosh! I don't remember what Questlove's speech was because I was not paying attention. I was on Twitter like most other people who are watching the Oscars trying to figure out what just happened. So it sucks. It took away from that. It took away from Coda. Like it, it, you know, it was it was that was that was a huge that was a shame. Listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. This is the most people ever talked about the Oscars in the last 15 years, though. Like I, I forgot that dream was going on. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think we're all in agreement. It, it would have been better instead of ju- <laughs> if he if he could just have held back just a little bit and not actually physically gone up to the stage and instead just from your seat just give a huge scream. I feel like you didn't like that. I, I kind of feel like you you didn't even enjoy doing that one. What do you mean? Like your huff? I feel like you you were like oh, I got to work it in here, but you didn't really like it yourself, you know. Work what in? I mean, you know, your, your thing. You did a... No, I'm saying... What? I'm talking about the definitive take that we have is that instead of using violence, if he just mm-hmm. sat from his chair, from his diaphragm, you know, towards Chris Rock, just give a scream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You know what I mean? Exactly, James. Yeah, yeah James is with me. He's saying, you know, for the Oscars, wait, it, it was like, wait. if that would have been the best moment, it's just like, I'm here, I'm at the Oscars, Don't do Chris this. Rock just said what he did, I scream, 2022. <laughs> is that technically the name of the movie? Well, the movie is called Scream, but then you have to say the date now because there are multiple... This is Scream 1996. Yeah. <laughs> this is Scream 2022. Oh, my God. Oh, but... Lord. This is making me want to scream. All right, let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock. James Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Because our movie has stakes. Yeah, I hated that one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This one has stakes, you guys. I do remember it. It has stakes. Our movie has stakes. Wow. All right, here we go. I mean, listen, some people were really... Okay, first of all, for those of you who are listening for the first time, this voice that you're listening to right now, that sounds like an even head, even leveled person who could not possibly be the killer. That voice is Jonathan Braylock. <laughs> you, you, that's the damn killer. Hold on. Wait a minute. No, yeah, you, you, honestly, say all that sh- you sound like the killer. Like low key. <laughs> No, no, there's no chance that you I, sound like the killer. Like you, I could be the killer. No, yo, you sound like the killer, yo. Like dead ass. <laughs> like dead ass. Like I'm like, yo, it's that nigga right there. You know, the one who the first thing out his mouth was, I can't possibly be the killer. That nigga right there. <laughs> that nigga cannot leave my sight. <laughs> Him right there. I got an alibi. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Uh, all I want to see in one of these movies, my dream shot is like we always know there's two. Who are you? Nobody knows who you are. <laughs> they, they all know, Bray. <laughs> they all know, okay? No I'm the one passionate knows who's one. Talking they right know. Now. No, because you know what? <laughs> I'm not saying it, okay? Because then if I say it, then they're going to be like, oh, he's the killer. But you know what? If anything, I'm the person that talks about the movie and then almost gets killed at the end, but then I'm a, I'm a crowd favorite and I get killed in the second one. Mm-hmm. That's Jerome Milligan. Yeah. I'm Jerome yeah. Milligan. Fine. Yeah, I'm Jerome Milligan. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and this voice, <laughs> this voice right here, it's James the Third. Movie? Movie you know what? Y'all two would be the killers. <laughs> like, y'all two, would de- y'all two would definitely, y'all yeah. be the pair that would kill everybody. It was more trailer guy than, than the guy, you know, it was more trailer guy. But I love how he has that kind of like it's like it's there's a there's a part in it that like you know like kind of like scoops a little bit. It's really nice. Who does the voice? Is it the same guy still? Oh, it's the same dude. It's the same dude. He's so he's so good. Oh, it's the same dude. He's so good. Because <laughs> that way, which which is great, because that way on set they don't have they can just have a random person be the killer until the yeah, end. Yeah, they still you still don't hear who is doing it, right? Like, it's still phoned in. Yeah, that's cool. The only thing that sucks about this one, I kind of knew instantly, and I was like, I've, I'm never a person that tries to guess. I was like, this is obvious. But, and did your set never get thrown off, though? For one, never. Never? 
For one of them. Oh, for one of them, never. For one of them. The other one, I kind of was like... Oh, got it, got it. Uh, I kinda, they, they were trying to throw away hearings, but I kind of thought it was the second person the whole time. It's just that in these movies... The one who you're talking about, before you even say your reason, because I, I feel like we know, right? We know why you knew it was... <laughs> we know why you knew it was... <laughs> we, you, knew, you knew I was the other one. But even outside of that. Even outside. The reason that I was thrown off was because I kept trying to tell myself they wouldn't do this. <laughs> they wouldn't do this again. <laughs> I was like, I just, I w- will be, I just kept telling myself it was someone else <laughs> because. Well, I think, I, I actually think, I, I don't mind who the killers were because I, I feel like it, it was playing on the, well, it can't possibly be this obvious. And then it, it I feel like that was intentional and I, I actually enjoyed that. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, on, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earning.com slash T-O-S for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank Ed Trust, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Whatever you're into, with Amazon Prime, you can go deep. So if you're all about pop right now, you could watch pop documentaries on Prime Video, discover pop playlists on Amazon Music Prime. And if you're really serious, order a rhyming dictionary with fast free shipping from Prime. From shopping to streaming to saving, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Introducing the latest grilling hall of flavor inductee. Meet summer's favorite hot dog and the classic cheeseburger. One is juicy with Oscar Mayer beef and finished with unmistakable Heinz ketchup and mustard flavor. The other is melty with Kraft Singles ooey gooey goodness you'll want to savor. And they both would like to thank Heinz, Kraft Singles, and Oscar Mayer for getting them ready for summer flavor lovers like you. Visit grillinghalloflavor.com to make your cookout stand out from the crowd. We're a film review podcast. We review films of leading black actors and talk about them in the context of race and diversity in, in, in Hollywood. Sometimes we review films of people of color. This film stars... <laughs> Some, what is her name? Melissa Bar- <laughs> Barrera. Sorry, I I couldn't know her name. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. So, well, it's true. Sometimes, not all the time. 
And this film stars Melissa Barrera, who played Sam Carpenter. <laughs> yes. And Jenna Ortega, who's been in every horror movie recently, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's been in a ton. Yeah, this is young, that's what the young young youngins do. Well, obviously, obviously Jack Quaid. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Jasmine Savoy Brown. Like, yeah. I love her on. Yeah, she's great. Yellow Jackets. She's from Yellow Jackets. You got Dylan Minnette, who's from 13 Reasons Why. Mason Gooding, who was pretty good. Yeah, he was great. What What do I know him from, though, outside of... Mickey Madison. Who do I know? Where do I know Mickey Madison from? Oh, Booksmart. Oh, if you ever watched Better Things? Oh, she was on Once Upon a Time. No, she was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I never Wait, saw that. was she? I never saw. Oh, she was one of the Manson people. She was the one of the killers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she dies at the end. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Spoiler mm-hmm. for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's not really a spoiler. That no. Based on true I, think, I think we get it. Get it. <laughs> oh, and our boy Reggie, who has been a cop or security guard and everything, he was like Issa's. He was hooking up with Issa Rae on Insecure, like season four or five, as a security guard. And this, I think, he's a sheriff or like a cop who has a random couple of lines. But I feel like I've seen him in so many... Oh, word? He's on Abbott right now as a security guard. Why'd you say our our boy? I mean, because he's black and been in comedies. I don't know. Oh. I feel like people know Damn. him. I think he was a comedian out of New York. So I think some people know him. I don't know. He black, so I'd be like our boy. Mason Gooding. I don't know him. Oh, he was in Booksmart, apparently. Yeah, he was the, the dude. Yeah, that doesn't help anybody. Got it. All right. Who wants to go first? Yeah, this film has 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Oh, sorry, 77% and an mm-hmm. 81% audience score. All right. It cost uh, roughly $24 million to make, and it made about $140 million at the box office. Wow. It's now on Paramount+. Plus. I'll go. I saw this movie in theaters. I actually saw it twice. I saw it once. Me and Rachel saw it. Then I saw it with some friends when I got back to LA. I will say, let me give my Scream history. I do like Scream. I think when I was younger, I didn't understand the revolutionary. Like, oh my God, it's reinventing horror. I was like, all right. I just remember like people, older people liked it. As I got older, loved Scream 2. Didn't like Scream 3. Scream 4, I think it's good. I've never seen the TV shows. So when I saw this, I was like, This is entertaining. The thing about this movie is like, it's taking a lot of cues from Halloween, which is, what is the reboot? What was that? Halloween? The the reboot of Halloween. Yeah, but yeah, but they, but it was like Halloween 2018, but they only called it Halloween, which tried to, which, which is, which was a good Halloween. They like blended two worlds. Which is essentially a a sequel that erases all of the, all of the sequels after the first one, I think, actually. After the first one, which is yeah, wild, <laughs> yeah. but but it's pretty good. I like I liked it. Yeah, because Halloween two has Jamie Lee Curtis. It's like Halloween two is, it's like they redid Halloween two. Basically, is what they did. They just did a different Halloween two, but but also later, far later. No, and <laughs> anyway, I think Danny McBride co wrote that too. Like the, that Halloween is pretty good. The the one that just came out, you know, this one I enjoy. It's funny because. I do have friends who are like split down the middle, like Die Hard. It, it's literally like Die Hard screen fans either hate it or love it. I'm like, yeah, it's entertaining. It's funny because this movie does a thing that they had to do. I, I acknowledge that they had to do it because Rich had to calm me down. But it's like another thing where like to get people of color in the movie, they had to be like related to like a famous white dude. And it makes sense for this movie, but I was so annoyed by it where I was like, all right, you could have just had to, 
it, it's the twins. I mean, it's also the lead, the lead to you know Jenna and 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 Melissa the same yes. way. Jenna and the sister, but it's like I keep noticing they don't. Oh, you're talking about them. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the black people. I was like, they were related. Both, to both, both. Th- sorry, in the movie, in the movie, they're supposed to be not Stu, Randy. They're Randy's, Randy's niece and nephew. Yeah, so like their mom is white, and basically they're like they're there because their characters related to like the white dude and it keeps happening in movies where i'm like and again i get it if this movie it makes sense but it's something that's starting to kind of irk me when it comes to these hollywood movies like oh yeah we can get diversity but then it causes diversity to be a certain type of way but you know at the end of the day i thought it was fine i, I you mean you mean mix you mean mixed kids i'm i'm just saying you mean mix this he 1000 percent means that <laughs> i'm saying everyone talks about diversity but when we see the diversity people put in movies, it is different sometimes. Was I gonna say again? I enjoyed the movie. I think they, I think the the final girl they built up to be like your dad. You got to be like your dad. And I was like, this didn't pay off. I was like, what? Like, why did you even do this? Like, why'd you build this part up? At like, oh. Anyway, but it was fine. You know what it was? It was fine. I watched it. You know, it was a good, if it came on TV, I would keep it on. But yes, I enjoyed it, I guess, is my final. You really wanted to review this. Well, I like, this is my thing. I think it is Scream. There's more people of color in the new generation. Ah, maybe not. There's a lot of people of color in this damn Scream movie, where if you look Mm -hmm. at the old Screams, it's usually one or two. And like the the two that's in it. Well, Scream 2 used to be the black Scream. And now this one, but they die. It's so crazy. That's the back screen where like the two black people died at the beginning, and then one nigga leaves. There's four black people in that, and he doesn't leave until right before the third act. He's in a good amount of them. Oh. He's in a good amount of them. You just don't remember it that way. It's it's okay. That's how I remember. Uh, it. That's how I would remember it too until I saw it again, and I've now seen it again. A few oh, so he's in it, in it. All right, yeah, man. You know, he's he's in it. Yeah, he's in he's in a good amount of the movie. Yeah. That used to be the black scream, and they do they do some really great stuff in terms of commentary, in terms of black horror commentary in that movie. Anyway, sorry. I don't want to do my initial thoughts yet because I... <laughs> oh, okay. I'll go. I haven't seen Scream 2 or Scream 3. I love, I love the original Scream. I've seen it a couple times. That is a great movie. I, do, I need to see Scream 2. I have weirdly seen Scream 4. <laughs> I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was fun. That was the one where they're making the movie about Scream, right? No, no, no. Scream 3 is when they are actively on set, on the set making the movie. So you might be thinking of Scream 3. Mm. Oh, then maybe I've seen Scream 3 and not Scream 4. Hayden Pinatieri is in Scream 4. I have seen Scream 4, though. That's the one with Roberts. What's her name? Emma Roberts. And it's like, why does she want to do it? Because like millennial, like what is it? It's something millennial based. It's like... It's so weird. I've seen Scream 4 and I know I've seen Scream 4 because I know Hayden was in it and I cannot tell you anything that happens in that movie it's like her as one of the culkin brothers <laughs> it's 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 what it we, it's this what movie, we just right? watched yeah yeah it's this movie is this movie and except for diverse that's the only difference except for yeah except except it's diverse yeah it's less diverse it's less diverse right? gotta be one there's got to be one the way that they make it they have there has to be one i'm gonna say there isn't a single person <laughs> i'm looking up the cast right now yo no, not in this main... Oh, uh, Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson. <laughs> wow, we said that at the same time, and I'm not looking at the thing. <laughs> That's crazy. Dog, is he the only one? Like, So basically, like, he's only like a deputy. So like, he's not even... <laughs> oh, right. Kristen Bell was in it, too. 
And Ann Paquin. Yeah, they were all the weird, they did like a bunch of like trick cold opens of like movie within a movie within a movie within a movie. And randomly, I think... I do remember that. I actually, I remember liking the opening and that's pretty much it. Okay, this movie was all right. This movie was cool. And maybe it's because I I know him a little bit because he does Sasquatch comedy with Andy Jollis. I really thought Jack Quaid was like really good in this movie. I thought he was really likable. I thought... He played it perfectly. I had a lot of fun with him. I liked some of the moves in this, but ultimately this was still just... Here's the thing. It's like, even with the... Com- I-, I felt this way about The Matrix. It's like, even when you're commenting on it and it's like, okay, but it's we've gone so meta now that it's it just... You just, it just lose everything. It's like, Scream was already meta... So to be this meta about about the Scream universe feels... I would rather them have actually done something meta about where horror movies are today. And instead, they just briefly talk about it. They just like in passing mention like, oh, who cares about sophisticated horror films? Like a good scary slasher movie is like this and it's like okay but actually it would have been fun for you to have done a take on sophisticated a24 type films and made fun of it and all that stuff you know what i mean anyway but yeah oh no but they could have did like their own sophisticated version that was a slasher i don't know but you're i see what you're saying i, I, I feel you. but anyway that's not what this movie is and and and, I, and that's, so that's not a valid critique uh, uh for what this movie did it was solid there are a lot of still the tropes of like things that make absolutely no sense, like specifically the opening of this film. <laughs> and how this person didn't die is... I don't get it. ...ludicrous. And then not only do they not die, but then by the end of the film, they're still... Mo- it's like, even them being like, okay, we're going to show them moving around and like in pain. And I'm like, no, I, I, I don't care how much in pain this person is. <laughs> they're not moving like this. <laughs> when... <laughs> When three days before they've gotten stabbed like seven times, like it's not, I'm not, I'm sorry, it's not happening. How much blood that could they possibly have lost? Like their cuts are getting reopened. Like there's no way. Anyway, whatever. And then there's also the whole like, didn't they notice that this scream person was like five foot two? Dog. That, 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 <laughs> I can't just, I, and it, not to be great. Okay, we'll get there. But they've also, never noticed that at least the first two there have been the first two they're different heights both not sorry sorry the second movie they're different heights and then and now this one they're different heights. but they're not that small what's her name is pretty billy's mother <laughs> is is roseanne she's short yeah she was short she's shorter than timothy oliphant <laughs> you know yeah i'm just saying this the person in this one is like four two Right, yeah. No, but I'm just saying they never they never notice that and then they also never no one ever realizes like that it's always a high school like they're always like high school <laughs> aged for the most part and it's like they never notice any of that. It's, that's it's infuriating. Well, they said that in this one. They said that in this one. You know, that there were some scenes which, which I like, but I but there was nothing to me. There wasn't one scene that was that was even to me comparable to the original. And I actually don't because the the new the remake of Halloween I actually did like, mm-hmm. and then Halloween Kills, which is like the sequel to that that requel, <laughs> was absolutely re- ridiculous. But there were still scenes in that movie that I was like, "This is a pretty good scene." 
I don't know about this movie. There are performances that I like and there are like plot moves that I I'm down with, but the scenes themselves, I don't know if this is fair to say cuz I I but like I watched this with the I watched this at night with the lights off. I really feel I don't think I ever felt like a single bit of tension. <laughs> um, and they constantly were doing the same camera move of like having the somebody opening a door and it kind of blocking your view and then that door being opened again to, and then nobody being there. But I was like, you've done this like seven times in the movie. Like, anyway, it felt... Anyway. Uh-oh. All right, I'm going to say, like... James, so like, James. <laughs> so like... James also, for people who need to know, like, how many times did you see the original Scream last year? Last year in theaters? Three or four times. <laughs> in, wait, what? Yeah, how? so like, or like on a big screen. So like, so one was a private viewing, like a private, like someone rented out a theater for it. <laughs> Another was was like at Cinespia, Cinespia, however you are supposed to pronounce that. Another was there was like a a marathon that did all of them that I didn't know wasn't going to be social distance until I got there, and I was like, oh god, and I was more scared of <laughs> I was more scared of the room <laughs> than I was of the movie, but I but I. Well, I watched them there too. So yeah, so three times, three times in, three times on the big screen last year, the first one. But I have recently rewatched all of the the Scream franchise, and I consider myself a a a fan of the original Scream uh, series. And I've seen and I've seen season three of the MTV show. So I'm gonna be a, a straight up toxic fanboy for for the for the rest of this pod. Okay, y'all have already said some some nice things about it. Bray, I'm 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 a little bit in Bray's camp where there are things about this that I I like, but I'm not going to talk about those because I fucking hated this. I had such a bad <laughs> time. Now now let me also just be clear. Let me also just be clear that when they it's rare that James hates a movie. By the way, yo, I am. It's pretty. I don't rare. think I've ever heard him say I hated it. So this is great. I but I will acknowledge that I'm a toxic fanboy here because that's really what's happening. Because when they announced that they were doing a Scream Five, I was like, they're about to kill all my friends. Like I knew, like I just knew it in my gut. You don't come back t- forty years later and do a sequel to a movie unless you're gonna like, you know, because tr- they've try been to in all the a, sequels. Yeah, mm-hmm. all they've of been them, in all three, them. all of them. Been time, but and so I knew that that was gonna happen. You know, but here's the thing: I just I I disagree with how every legacy character or a character that was in a previous movie that died in this movie died. I disagree with every. I cannot believe there is a broad daylight Woodsboro death. It makes no sense. A broad I mean, daylight uh, Woodsboro. Uh, de- it's insane. <laughs> Not only is there a broad daylight death, but then the killer has time to just <laughs> just chill in this goddamn house for the next ten more minutes. To kill somebody else? What? Even though that, the, even though the sheriff was like, everyone converge on my house. Converge on I mean, my house. Everybody was somewhere else. They weren't close to that. And bro, house. Th- this this town was chilling. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> so, what are you thinking for lunch? Uh, I can't. I'm getting new window treatments. Why don't you just go to Blinds.com? Because I need custom products. Blinds.com products are made to order, and they ship samples to you fast and free. Wow, how convenient. Tell me more. They can even verify your measurements and handle the installation. Plus, their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Well, you've convinced me. Let's go eat. I've got time now. Shop Blinds.com and save 40% on selected products. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then I gotta say, it was not until I rewatched, I like rewatched Scream 2 shortly after seeing this movie. And that ends with with them screaming to Dewey, head, Dewey, head, shoot him in the head. And he goes, oh, right. And then he shoots. It's either Scream 2 or Scream 3. One of, I think it's Scream 3, actually. So it's the last, it's two movies ago. Anyway, I bring that up to say, Dewey dies because he fucking forgot to shoot, to, to, to completely dead the killer. He forgot. I mean, he clearly forgets. They got to tell him. No, no. <laughs> Well, he doesn't forget. He remembers, but he remembers too late, essentially. And that's what I'm saying. It, it took me re-watching the other one to go, oh, maybe they're trying to do a thing where like, oh, Dewey finally remembers and blah, blah, blah. But you cannot tell me you survived. Oh, yeah, spoiler Yeah, no, let's, 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 uh, spoiler. <laughs> you know what our podcast is. Also, we're talking about Scream. So you knew it was going down. You just, you cannot tell me. It's, it's the way that it happens. It's like I was watching this movie knowing that something was going to happen, right? But it's the way that it happens. It's like, you got to do what they did to Samuel L. Jackson in, in the third Star Wars, which is like, listen, he can't go out like some punk. Oh, I thought you were going to say Deep Blue Sea. It's got to be like an epic fucking thing. And like, right. it cannot be yeah. that fucking Amber, <laughs> little ass Amber, <laughs> okay, <laughs> little okay, okay. ass Amber kills Dewey? Fuck this movie. Yeah, this is That's great. it. That's it. There is, I will, and I'll just say one more time, there's certainly things about this movie that are cool, and I might, as we talk about it, say I liked that or or not. And I'm exactly the person You're that, so mad at that scene in particular. Uh, yes, that scene and how they, how, how yeah. this movie decides to deal with exactly what they say in that scene when little Randy is talking about like requel, blah, 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 blah. I am the people that every time there's a dick to someone, they're talking about me. And honestly, they didn't fucking do it right. Okay. They didn't do it right. They didn't do it right. They didn't, they didn't make fun of you. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. They didn't make fun of me. Right. If you're going to insult, <laughs> gonna insult me, me do, do it the way that the last Jedi did. Not yes, the, but, but yes, they part. brought, they even bring that up. It's like, it's like, yeah, that, I mean, ugh, fine, fine. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Hey, I want everyone to know before we start that the angry people you hear on today's podcast is that of Jonathan Braylock and James Third. I had to turn. This is. Oh, yeah. This is James Third. I'm at James Third Comedy on all social media platforms. I am in the entertainment business. I didn't like Scream 2022. I, I just want y'all to know. This is my first time ever turning down the value because Braylock and James are yelling. Is this what y'all go through well, when I get mad? That that scene was yeah. That scene was insane. All right, let's go through this. It, it starts. It, it's redoing 
The original script. Now, did another sequel do this? I think all of them done this, right, James? Do they all do they all freaking do the same exact scene? No, it's not the same scene in the same way. I think the closest would be that series of scenes in Scream 4. But that, that's the closest, but they were like insane with that, you know. The beginning of Scream 3, they kill Cotton. Yeah, it was a joke. But doesn't they do it? Isn't he at home or in the trailer or something and they call him? No, it's not like that. No, no. He like he is like they're, he's on the road. He's trying to get home. They they do kill his wife or his girlfriend or whoever that is at their home. But like the call and stuff is like him trying to get there and he can't get there. And then when he and then when he gets there, they're scared of him because the, the voice changer is now like other people. So it was Colin who killed her in her mind. So she like doesn't. It's cool. Anyway, <laughs> it's different. It's different. <laughs> okay. All right. They're very much recreating so so much so that there's a landline in this. Not that there aren't landlines in homes anymore. There, there definitely are. Especially if she's she was house sitting. No, she was at home, and yeah, it was her home. And you know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be truthfully honest. Is our our mutual friend uh, James Carr? I keep getting into discussions with him where I'm very terrified of like automatic things. Like I am low key scared of a Tesla. I'm scared of houses that lock by phone because I'm like I just don't know if people were smarter than me to unlock the thing so this this opening I'm oh, like to like hack it yeah I'm like hack in. and then he goes and car goes yeah but there's people who like protect this so it isn't hacked I'm like that doesn't the fact that you need a team to stop someone from like fucking with my brakes opening my house is a problem anyway the car thing the car thing is too scary to me the locks on the door is fine because I if somebody has the ability to unhack through your phone unlock your doors it's like, well, what stops that person from also just breaking into a window? It's like you can get into a house. If you want to get into a house, you can get into a house. But that part of it, honestly, I wasn't impressed by that. Uh, I, this this whole scene is like, so in this thing, and I guess that was a, this must have been established in Scream 3, that there's a series of movies in this universe that are stat. Is that is that the movie no, they're that, making? It's, right? That's from two onward, actually. From so from two onward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so they're making stab, and it's based off of the book, you know, whatever. And so she's talking about that, and and so we're getting that thing. And I, I felt like this to me l- lacked both the tension and the and even the fun of like of like the running around like. I don't know. Like I, I felt like this opening scene was flat. Yeah, because it's to me, it was odd that she on rewatch, and I can't remember what it was like on first watch, but it's odd that she's like, I don't know anything about the, <laughs> like she's like, I don't know about the stab movies, because but they're not just movies. The shit really happened, like in your town, in your home. Like I don't, I in don't... your town, in your town that you live in, you do know about the stab movies. It's it's something about this that's so weird because. This movie fails to do a thing that I think three other movies I bring up often did, which is like basically repeat the original, which is Creed, Jurassic Park, Lost, what Jurassic, is it? World. Jurassic World, Jurassic World, and then whatever that New Hope, Force Awakens, Force Awakens, whatever. It's the same thing. Okay, yeah, Force Awakens. But this movie doesn't do it well, and I think it's because, like Braylock said earlier, it's like I don't think you can do a meta movie like this because we've had so many years of movies being meta you know what i mean it's like and every sequel to scream was already meta so it's not it's literally not new go ahead well yeah and and this i think slightly disagrees with something that maybe one of you said earlier but i i liked that the way that they chose to bring in the other screams was by making it 
like about stab, like making it making it that you have to guess about stab. And then we're going to be talking about the stab franchise as we're talking about pretty much the first like maybe 20 minutes of this movie or so. I was like, I guess I'm on board. Like I was like, (laughs) I was here for a lot of that earlier stuff. It's not as interesting. Here's my question. This because I this movie didn't erase screams two, three and four, right? No, it did not. It did not. They, in fact, they talk about them. And that's what doesn't make any sense to me is, is because then I go, no, 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 you're, this isn't what you're talking about. This movie isn't a requel because a requel erases some of the, the reason of, of, of the Force Awakens technically didn't erase the prequels, but it, it did everything in its power to make you forget that those things happened, right? It was very intentional about like not really, using those as like the as the canon for the world outside of like very very like they didn't they didn't want to bring that stuff up halloween for instance the real one literally erases sequels you know uh, and the nightmare on nightmare on elm street they they did like a a reboot of Ooh, that, that so and did the same thing that was bad and that was bad that was, but i'm just saying like and obviously jurassic world doesn't necessarily erase jurassic park Jurassic Park 2 and 3, but there is a way in, in which it's like kind of trying Absolutely. to reset it, like you know? Yeah, like those two movies still happened, but they want you to be like, but remember that first one? Like, that's what Jurassic World is trying to do. Yeah. 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 I mean, this one, this one's tough because that, that opening scene is so long and the thing about it is, is it is a literal rehash of the original. But without the death. Yes, and, and it's something okay, which is the which is the most impactful part of the screen movie because Drew Barrymore seemed like she would might have been a star of this film because she was because who she was and the movie starts with her and the the trailers have her in it so for her to die on screen was shocking and the way that she died too was brutal because it was like she was ch- this close to almost not dying or you know yeah. and then she gets killed her parents are right there and she cannot call and she gets out killed to, in the backyard right no she's in the front she's in the, either the side of the house but she can't scream because she ran out of the house and they're coming home they know something's wrong and so they're rushing into the house while she's crawling on the ground trying to scream for help she has the phone and the parents pick up the phone and they can hear her on the phone but they don't know where she is. It's it's incredible. <laughs> this movie could never do that again. So to me, it's it's difficult because I do think, hear me out, because I do think like, I'm not defending it. It's one of those things where I'm not sure, I'm not sure you should have made this movie because I don't think, well, no, hear me out. I hear mean, me out no, because I think no of course, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> but it's like, there's nothing you can do that will seem fresh unless you're marketing this movie to kids, like the fourth one came out in 2011, 2010. There's a generation of kids, and this is their first screen. So if this movie's for them, God bless. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, there's nothing you could do because you're never going to top. They can't put, I think at one point they wanted Kristen Stewart and she was like, I can't do this. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way you can put a celebrity in here because you know they're going to get murked. I don't know. What do you do? (laughs) I agree that they couldn't do this movie but part of me feels like kind of the problem is like the direct (laughs) the directness the direct connection to the original scream franchise like that scream series that the one that i watched is i don't know if seasons one and two are connected but it's completely disconnected and the only connection is 
the mask and that's it. Like, it's like that someone's wearing that mask and that's, it was cool. It was like, it's scary. There's, you know, there's twists and turns and obviously it's a television show, but it's like, if they would have, to me, if they would have just had this brand new cast and not done the like, let's bring in the legacy people and let's do this and this and this and like, try to do a brand new movie with these people same you can do that you can even do the the callback to the original of this opening but like yeah that was my problem my problem was was the bringing in the legacy why'd they do that to her and it still make her i was like yo that sucks it's it's to me it's weird because it's i i don't even mind doing the legacy stuff but like one there have been three other sequels to this movie this franchise isn't that old it started in 1996, and the last one came out in 2011, right? Or yeah, 2011, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's not. I mean, it, that is like t- like 11 years ago now, but like it's still like not. It's not like so so old, and because all of those people have been in every single movie, you know, I guess it's a little bit like Halloween because Halloween did. Jamie Lee Curtis is in the first and the second one, and then she comes back for H2O, and now she's in. these other two as well and so are the kids she babysat they're like adults in it now and dealing with shit but those movies but that's the thing is that those movies are just like oh it's just another halloween movie for this movie to want to be and it seems like people have bought into it as being like like no no no, they really did a thing (laughs) i don't know they're my whole thing here i'll say all that aside because i don't really care about the scream fandom i just wanted it to be more visually interesting and more dynamic in this opening scene because i didn't think it was that dynamic her her constantly hitting lock unlock look there's a reason that we don't always see stuff like with the phone it's because it's like visually is kind of boring and like and like the fact that like her and i think they did it with uh what's his name too mason gooding who's uh melissa just told us it's cuban gooding yeah no i just found that out yeah no man you know what I just learned? What? <laughs> Why are you upset? Uh, you know what I just learned? If you look up certain actors, they're called blue link actors. And it's like, oh, if I see like a new act, I just learned this from the cool millennial actors. If you find a new actor who's young, you're like, oh my God, this person's good. Where do they come from? And if you go to the IMDB and there's a blue link to their parent, it's like they're a blue link actor because wow. it's like blue link. What a blue link actors right now thing to say. <laughs> that's no that's Cuba Gooden's son that sucks teams are the heart and soul of every company and if you listen to Adobe's new podcast The Power of Teamwork you'll hear about why they're so important hosted by Adobe's Garrett Schwartz The Power of Teamwork explores how collaboration fuels success through real life stories across various industries you'll even hear some of it firsthand from guests at HelloFresh Gooder Sunglasses Amazon's The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and more so listen and subscribe to The Power of Teamwork on Spotify now earbuds looking a little dirty Time to discover Clinear Ear Cleaners. Made of a soft, flexible material, Clinear Ear Cleaners remove excess earwax and provide relief from itchy ears and dry skin. They have a unique design with a scoop on one end to remove earwax and a fin on the other end to exfoliate dry skin. With Clinear, get the scoop on clean ears. Discover the line of products at Clinear.com. They twice did this thing of like, oh, my fingers are bloody, so I can't like touch the screen of the phone. Like, I was just like, okay, but like, guys, (laughs) 
Like, I don't know. We have to have more there. I just wanted them to figure something out. I, I don't I don't even know what it is. I just wanted it to figure something out that made the, there seem like more tension. One of the other things from the original that was so fun is like Drew Barrymore says she's like flirting with this person. It gets scary. Then she goes, you know what? I actually have a boyfriend. He's big. He's going to kick your butt, you know, and it sounds like a thing that she's lying about when you first hear it because she's just scared. And then not only was she not lying, but he already had the boyfriend (laughs) tied up in the back. I mean, that like that kind of stuff. I was like waiting for something like that. And we get again. Again, I get that you have to it has to be new, but it's weird to like reset the scene, do the same phone. You know, do you want to play a game, scary movie, blah, blah, blah. And then it just not it just but just it just not be as good. Like that's always that's the stuff where it's like for whatever criticism people give force awakens for like really just copying pasting kind of storyline a little bit the thing is they jj abrams found a way to make it fun and found like new characters and like a visual way to make it feel exciting even if the story was the i mean same, they she lived you know? i feel like they tried to do it with the with well so one that but then to the cloned phone moment the moment of like oh i I, you know, I'm texting Amber. I feel like I'm texting Amber. Pick up the and then and then and then the text from Amber is pick up the phone. You know, and then she's like, oh, she, you know that. I think that was the that's the same. Like I can't remember the name of her boyfriend, but but then but then that's ruined at the end because it was exactly. Amber. <laughs> it just was it just her. was her. So it wasn't. So their clone stuff wasn't there. Like that's the thing. Is like here's the thing. I was like, oh, this tracking location, that could have been, like, if it was like these people can hack into phones, I don't know. There was something there that they didn't really engage with in a way that was, I felt like it could have been fun. I, you know what it was? It, again, for me, like, I guess I went into it, I didn't, I wasn't expecting anything, but to me, it's like, I, as a person who likes movie and watches movies, I guess I'm giving them benefit of the doubt because I don't know what they would have done here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, generally speaking, it's like, I don't know what they would have done. And to me, the creative thing is, it is tight. It is like, it was shot very claustrophobic. And I think that was on purpose. And the thing is, what happens to her, it's pretty brutal. Like, when he, like, stomps on her leg, I was like, oh, God. My The thing is, I do think it undercuts who Ghostface is to have her survive. But I, I guess that's the point of it. No, I mean, no, it doesn't make any sense. I mean... Her surviving literally makes no sense. It, it it actually there's 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 zero justification for it. Not even the fact that they cut away. It's like they they cut away on 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 what we see as like this the knife coming down for a slash. There was no like the police are kind of like on their way, I guess. But it was like they're almost there. But it's like she not she literally couldn't move, and he and whoever it was was right on top of her i don't know why the killer wouldn't kill her you know what i mean like I, it there's no explanation for it well they say later on they did it to bring her back into the town i mean i think they could have killed her and still did the same thing but you know what hey this latina girl gets to live so you know uh, you know right so the idea was that they actually didn't they were deliberately he deliberately didn't do any fatal blows yes because the sister wouldn't have come to well, town. I, mean, I don't know, man. They said that's why they. Is that the idea that the sister wouldn't have come? Like it was like we need the sister to come to town and stay there, and she would never have come to town if her sister had died. Is I that think the she idea? might have came, showed up to the funeral, and dipped. 
But if like her sister was in the hospital, she would have physically have stayed in the town until the sister recovered. I mean, that's I mean, that's again, that's the excuse that they say. That's the excuse that they say. But like, in theory, that's what I'm thinking. Again, not saying it's great, but let's get to this opening when we see all these little kids. Man, it's again, this guy was great, but something about it sucks. Why would y'all say he was Cuba's son? I thought he was a. I thought he was a dude who just auditioned for this and got it. I mean, he probably did. I don't know. I still like. I what do you still. Mean, why did we say it? Yeah, like, you don't I, like him I, now. Does, I'm not gonna lie. It does. It yes, yes, yes. It does change it a little bit for me. I was like, look at this young nigga getting on this shit. I didn't know his fucking dad was an Oscar winner. Yes, it changes how I see him completely. Completely, he's a whole new person. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna admit it. Now, I'm literally, I was going to praise this kid because I was reading this interview where like, they were like, oh, when they saw him on set, they literally changed how they handled the character. And I was like, yeah, man, this dude's fucking likable. Look, was so crazy is that watching that one point, his charisma reminds me of Cuba in Show Me the Money, whatever that, Jerry Maguire. And the fact that he is Cuba's son, I was like, God damn. Anyway, that's just my hate. I'm sorry. Guys, continue. Well, the next scene is we meet Melissa's character and Jack Quaid. Did y'all tell me y'all didn't know this nigga was, uh, spoiler, y'all didn't know this nigga was the killer from the moment this white boy showed up? No, I'm sa- what I'm saying is I kept telling myself they cannot do this again. <laughs> That's, what I, <laughs> That's what Rachel said. And I was like, it's this nigga. <laughs> I thought that he was. But then when he was there and like got attacked, I was like, oh, I guess it's not him. See, it was so meta at one point that I was like, he only got cut. And then when Dewey is like, do you know this nigga? I was like, this is him. Like this, this is the super meta moment of like, we don't know him. You met him three months ago. Why are you trusting this dude? First off... Yeah, but they do... Yeah, go ahead. ahead. No, no, I'm just saying, the thing about it is, also, okay, this is the nigga from The Boys. Season two of The Boys. This nigga has been on one of the most popular TV shows. Kill him first, then. He could have not been the killer and and been in the whole movie. What do you mean kill him first? If they wanted to change this, don't make him the killer because they always like, you know, kill the famous white boy first. And I'd have been like, oh, shit, we done changed it. It would have been like Scream 3. But they didn't. And I knew he was the killer. This little random white boy. Oh, man, what's happening? And you never and you never thought it wasn't I him. I never thought it wasn't him. The second person I was like, I knew who it was. But then at one point I was like, ah, I may not be the second person. When the other ghost face was there with Jack, who did you think that was? So I, so this is the thing. The moment I saw, and okay, uh, Jane, again, I like this movie, but I'm about to pull a James, y'all. Okay, You're the thing I don't James? like about this <laughs> Because I know you don't like it. So I'm trying my best not to get mad. So the thing I don't like about this movie and the thing I don't like about Screams in general, and to me, it started with Scream 4 with Emma Roberts, is that, not to be sexist, is that when I see Ghostface, Ghostface is a six foot three, five dude lifting, tossing people and shit. And then all of a sudden they do a cutback and now it's going to be a... This girl is 4'2". Okay, and like it don't make sense. It don't make sense. I thought it was her because right. it's a weird interaction. I was like, that's weird. And I was like, they seem right. very familiar. That's weird. So I thought it was her. But then when what happens to Dewey happens, I'm like, oh, this person has to be big. So then I started thinking it was the black dude. It don't make sense. Doesn't she doesn't she almost lift him in the air? Right. She does lift. It doesn't make sense. 
with the knives. The knives. It doesn't make sense. Because he forgot to shoot her in the head. He, they should have fired his ass from the police force. He can't do shit. He forgetting to shoot. He forget to shoot the killer in the head. Uh, how is she knocking people out? Like, how is she bro, fighting anybody? Bro. You got to start explaining this shit to me. And the thing is, I understand you have a. We have to like have this disbelief. But I'm like, if I'm thinking this, first off, when I saw that little girl compared to Jasmine when they're in the basement, and Jasmine is towering over her, and she's like, how you? I am the killer. I'm like, yeah, you would just smack this little girl out the way. I thought it was Jasmine too at one point because Jasmine looks like she could do some shit. I seen her in fucking, was it Yellow Jackets? Stabbing and shit. That little girl, I'm kicking her in the head, okay? I'm like, sit your little ass down and go in timeout. I was offended. That is the most offensive thing in this movie. Well, the first person that we see her kill, I believe, I believe. Who was the first person she killed? I mean, it's either it's either Jenna Ortega, which I don't think because no, no, no. She she kills in the beginning. That's her. That has to be her because Jack because Jack was with- oh because Jack is and yeah, that's right, that's right. See, that's the thing I don't know though. But then, how do you do the video? They recorded that video earlier of the knife and the kid. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah, easy. Yeah, that's easy. Well, if it's not Jenna, because it is Jenna, right? But the but the first person that we see her kill. Is the dude outside the bar? Because we know, is that for sure not Jack? It is for sure not Jack because Jack is at the hospital and he's going to then, he's going to then <laughs> switch. He's going to, he's, he's literally sitting there. And then when she gets up to leave, he changes <laughs> into the ghost face outfit, attacks her and then has time to <laughs> change out of it before she gets back to the room somehow. Also, does this hospital have no cameras? They have no cameras in this hospital. Also, dude, no, does nobody work at this hospital? This hospital is empty the entire time. Like, I'm like, guys, I, I know we don't want to really establish that we're in a pandemic world, but there are a couple people with COVID <laughs> at this hospital, at least. You know, I, I feel like we got to see a just a few nurses walking around, maybe one doctor in, in this a hospital isn't like a nine to six freaking office building. It doesn't just shut down. They, they move her to the special floor, right? They move her to the floor. That's they're like the yeah. They move her to. You can go to a floor. Is a floor with no one else. It's a solo floor. They literally tell her. Yeah, <laughs> which makes no. Why would I go to that floor? Why would I go to that floor? Wait, they say that they moved her yeah. to a, a yeah. floor with nobody in it's, it? It's a real thing. Is that thing. a real thing? They say it because it's for her protection somehow. It's somehow for her protection to be to be a, a clear target. <laughs> to, be, <laughs> to be a clear target on the floor. <laughs> to have no one around and by her, to be completely by herself with zero supervision. That's for your protection. And I'm telling you... They put that in Judy's mouth and it made me so mad. After everything Judy went through in Scream 4, she ain't need to be that damn dumb. In Scream. They this made movie. her so dumb. I was like, also, also, okay, wait, wait. So to get back, the scene after we meet, no, 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 James. Yeah, you're right. So it's the scene, she gets the phone call and then we cut to the kids at school talking about like what happened to their friend. Yeah, because, the, because they were just on the phone with her, right? And the, that, yeah, yeah. And they, they they do that whole thing. Then the creepy white boy comes and like hits on the girl. And for some reason, they're setting this weird goth girl up to be like, you know, 
I, I don't know. Is she supposed to be like a big misdirect? Oh, is she supposed to be God? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they always do that. They always do that. I think we were supposed to think that those two were the killers. <laughs> but then he, and and then when he dies, you know, it's 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 clearly saying that it's not him. But it's like, but maybe it is her, you know, <laughs> because of the mo. I will say the shot of him, and I feel like uh, we can skip around, whatever. The shot of when he does die with the lights, and then like they they wipe them. First off, the thing is, the reason I do like it is because they make fun of that same shot. Is it in this movie? Yes, in this movie. So when they do the movie within the movie, and they talk about how bad Stab has gotten, there's a there's a there's a scene of like a metallic faced ghost face and it's like a big shadow in the background and he has like a flamethrower and it kind of gives that same shadow so something about it i just was like this is dumb but fun and it, she wipes it, it it just gives you like the little you know chris jericho pose again it's not the best but i was like all right okay the thing i did wait when do we see okay so okay so james i have to know how do you feel about the ghost of Billy. So this didn't bother me, but I know that it bothered a lot of people because of like, lot. first of all, lo- logic things. Cause like the ghost is essentially, I think someone said, called him a force ghost. <laughs> Cause he's like guide, he's guiding her <laughs> at one point. But what was he even guiding her to? Even though she's never met him in her entire life. So I, at first I thought it was, when he first showed up, I thought it was so cool because I thought, I thought this was an illegitimate Sidney Prescott child. And I thought that it was the kid that, that she had between Scream 1 and Scream 2. I thought that would have been so cool. <laughs> I thought that would have been, and, and I don't know, cause then, cause by making her just Billy's kid, like, what's happening to her is like the thing that happened to Billy. It's this weird, like it's this, it's this, I don't know. So, so I didn't, I, I didn't mind it though. I thought it was cool. It was nice to see him. I thought the de-aging was cool. I thought it wasn't bad de-aging, but yeah, but it has some flaws. <laughs> I thought she was going to be the killer and then she was going to get away with it at the end. Right. You, so you thought it was her and her boyfriend. I thought it was her and the boyfriend at first. And I was like, cause to me, which, which would have made sense to me too. That's the thing that was like, they're, they're coming back and they're, they're the ones who did this the whole time. And cause yeah. to me, it's something really crazy about like seeing Billy, be like you got to trust your instincts. It's in your blood. I'm like, Oh, she about to like, wh- or, or I thought it was like one of these things where she doesn't even know what she's doing. I don't know. But I was like, I thought, I don't know, but I thought it was her because it wasn't her. It made the whole scenes with Billy. not only nonsensical but like there's like a moral failing there because why is billy winking at her like hey you good job kid it's like this is a psychopath who murdered multiple people innocent people i don't he's not a good guy he's not helping his daughter defend herself He's never been about defending yourself. And then the other thing that doesn't make any sense about it is that if she's losing her mind in that way, then we should see something like that happen. Her, because her killing this dude at the end is the same as Courtney Cox's character doing it, 
or, you know, Nev Campbell. It's like, what are we, what's different about a woman who's being, who's constantly being attacked, defending herself? And ki- that's not a psycho instinct. That's not something that needed to be in her blood. That's not different from literally anybody else in the yeah. film. And they're trying, they're, they're clearly trying to do with her like a, uh, like a like a Dexter thing or like a, like they're making her like the potential serial killer with a heart of gold kind of <laughs> kind of thing, which like which I like as an idea, but I don't like the fact that we watched this two hour movie and all we really get is her like railing on him with like a kind of you know, with a kind of unhinged nature to it. Instead of like, instead of, they could have fully rebooted this movie and to y'all's point, she could have just been the killer. Like, like she could have been the killer and we could have been like... <laughs> say, like, say, say she was the killer and then her sister was the final girl. Like, how warped would that would have been if like, you know... But instead, they've set up a Scream 6 or or whatever this next one's going to be called where where she's uh, you know where is she going to kill someone or 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 is she going to kill one of the killers halfway through like you know like one of the killers will be dead halfway through and we'll figure out who that is you, you know they're setting up that kind of thing my thing is why was Dewey so easy to find like they just walked up to this nigga's house like what He's just at home chilling and like his gun is in a box. He ain't got a strap on him at all times. He's not paranoid. Listen, I got to Listen, my house, this, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready because I don't trust the world. Do we ain't got nothing? I also, there were so many good, like people trying to get away from the ghost face killer and the original scream and like creative ways for them to die. And I felt like this movie didn't really have that like it's like the sheriff gets maybe i guess dewey it's like but like the sheriff gets killed super easy i didn't see that coming though i know and that was a, that i no, didn't no, see no, that I didn't coming see, i thought that like yeah when it happened i was like whoa yeah especially i was like was oh, shit. Daylight. i was like what but it made the next it made the next <laughs> kill uh, unbearable yo because then we had to sit in this house while he got out of the shower dried himself put clothes on that was before she died so, though i thought that was kind of cool like it was so many red herrings then they kill her then he goes back in the house i'm like oh is he gonna sorry not back then we cut back to the house yeah but now he's yeah. now he's like he's like pouring a bowl of cereal. i mean i'm just like guys the, he does there's no way the killer has this kind of time <laughs> I, this is not that big of a town you can't have it both ways. <laughs> you can't tell me that this is such a small town that somebody could get killed in broad daylight and nobody see it. And it's somehow big enough that when a sheriff says, the killer is out my house, come get me now, it takes uh, them 10 no. minutes to get there. That doesn't no. make, it doesn't compute. No, it does You can't have it both ways. Uh, that part annoyed the hell out of me. And then also... Why'd that kid die so pathetically? Yo, his his death was the worst one to me. I was like, oh, I'm like, bro, God. you can't, you can't, you can't throw a kick. And you okay, can I you tell can't you? throw one kick. Here's the thing: the slow moving knife to the throat, that death is in saving private Ryan. And it is a great death because the the whole time is happening and the guy can't really stop it. And it's slowly going down. And the guy while it's happening is saying, please, please don't, please don't kill me. And it's like, it's sick. But it's like. But this, I was like, 
he's just <laughs> he, it felt like he wasn't trying. <laughs> Can I, this is the thing. This is a, this is the scene I always want. All I want in a screen, like okay, James, because the next scene after this is when they go to the hospital. So my pitch is for how Dewey should have went out. Because Dewey knows, like he, we before that before the sheriff and her son dies, we have the scene of Dewey showing up at the house, grilling the kids, being like, you know, it's usually this, 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 and this. We hear the black Randy. We hear her go through like what the requel is, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, it could be you doing. He's like, Ugh. you know. My thing is, if you'd have went to the hospital, right? Dewey knows. It's two people normally. So he's like, yo, I got to go double tap him. Because, you know, we know, double tap. Dewey goes to double tap. But as he's like cocking the kill to one person, the other killer comes out. Because we've never seen the two killers in the suit at the same time. And Because my thing is, it's something about like, because nowadays. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, really? Because there's something about like nowadays, like the thing I like about Ghostface is that Ghostface isn't tough like Ghostface be slipping getting hit getting knocked out and shit because he's human so it's something about like one person thinking they got Ghostface and the other Ghostface appears and it's like ah shit and now you got to take on two of these people to me that's the like that's when you've earned the lift you've earned the lift when you've had the two people do it together especially since they already know since it's not a it's not a twist that it's going to be two people and they know that it's there's always two killers then you're, you're absolutely right. That that was that brings another level. His to line could have been like, fuck, I forgot there's two. It was like, fuck, there's always two. You know, whatever. There's Same one James. flaw in this setup, which is he goes, I have to go double tap them. It's the same reason that he died <laughs> this time. It makes no sense that he doesn't do it in- instantly. Do you see what I'm saying? He could have been needing to reload. I, I get needing to reload. Because I, I, I love what you've set up of him being killed by the other person at the same time. Like, he, he needs to reload, and in that moment, boom. Like, perfect. It's literally perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's the best way for that to and happen. Because you can see the moment. <laughs> Fuck. Because he's like, I should have known. But, like, to see... You forgot, nigga. There's always two slats. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Matt. And if, say, imagine the little voice being like, ah, nigga. It would have been crazy. It would have been crazy. <laughs> That's what I've been... I was waiting for that the whole movie. I was waiting for some fun little... Because I feel like... I truly feel like I never got it. it and again, it's still... It's like what's mo- most fun about this is like the script and like the and like the the talking and the blah blah blah, but like in the performances, I think. But that I was missing that. Go ahead. Well, James. yeah. Well, my my thing is about the next the next scene, which is like I was so upset about this. And the the next scene starts with them like at the party, or maybe it's a couple scenes after this, but it's really soon after. They're at the party, and they literally like cheers Wes, and they go for Wes, and I couldn't believe that they've set up a movie where one of the coolest things they could possibly do, which is cheers the creator of this franchise midway through. I'm furious at what they did like two scenes ago. So I couldn't enjoy it. Like I couldn't enjoy, like that's one of the cool meta, like for, for as like potentially lame it is, is to be like, we're going to have a character named Wes in the, in, in this movie, but like they cheers him in the middle, something that a reboot crowd it would celebrate, you know, but it was like, I was so mad at how they handled <laughs> this death that I couldn't even enjoy that. And I, and, and I think that that is what is 
like that's the my prime example of why the movies why I didn't like the movie, <laughs> you know. And there's something crazy about like I don't like when the they're about to leave, like Melissa, like Jenny Ortega. They're like, we're gonna do something we've never that nobody ever does. We're just gonna get out of We're gonna leave. We're gonna leave. And then she's like, I don't have my inhaler. And I'm like, I get it. You need an inhaler. You can't get that in the next town over? Is that how like I don't know. Is that a thing? Like, can you not is it if if she like needs it? You know, if if she needs it in the moment, then no. You know what I mean? Like, like you you can get your prescription anywhere, likely. But like, if she like, if she's gonna have an asthma attack without it, then like, no. You know. Well, I was a wolf scout. So when I was a Wolf Scout, they tell you, like, I wish this, like, <laughs> please, if so, if, and if anyone, if anyone has asthma, please tell me if this is bullshit that they taught us when we were kids. But they said, if you're a Wolf Scout, you need to get like toilet paper cork or something, put a paper towel on the end, rubber band it, pour water on it, and then like a fan, and it gives you Gives you like fresh air to inhale. I have heard that. I w- uh, yeah, I've I've actually heard that. I don't so know. If I that's- feel like they had options versus going back to the town, to the house, which makes no sense. First off, yo, I mean, this is where this is where it was the hospital scene, and then and then what what Jack's character does in con- in conjunction those two scenes put back to back. I really did for I really at that point was like, oh, I guess he's not the killer because he was. so so adamant that they should not go back to this house. And and the other two were really lackadaisical about it. Like they he didn't have to he didn't have to convince them at all. He he did everything in his power to convince them not to go there. Which was like I'd have I was been like, like, Jack, you go inside, leave the keys in the car, and I'm gonna lock the car and keep the joint running. You ain't getting it. Cause the thing is, I'm ducked down. You ain't about to get in this car, baby. I will say the only thing that I did like that I thought they were going to do, and maybe I don't know how I feel about it, is when Black Randy is watching the movie about White Randy getting murdered and Black Randy is doing the same thing. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. I like that. I like that a lot. I actually love that was maybe my favorite part of the movie was her screaming at the I was like, this is so real that like somebody's like, turn around, idiot, turn around. You, it's it's your old rules and you don't know to turn around. You don't know to. And then, oh, wait. Yes. And I, but I wish the thing that makes me. OK, so this makes me mad about it. I thought that scene was so fun, but they cut away from Black Randy. I was like this, like this black, like this black Randy. No. And like do a move you know what i'm saying like we literally cut away from black randy to go to like i don't even know because at this point the black dude already got stabbed up right and you telling me that 411 42 chick did that to him or was that supposed to be yeah i know another 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 thing that made no sense they don't have a gun she had it he had a thing and he yes he gets slashed in the leg but like you hit her in the head, like, come on, bro. So God. here's the here's the thing though about that look behind you moment that I that that always was lost on me until recently. That I have to say, the reason that this was not impactful to me is because that look behind you moment is the most meta part of the first scream. The reason being is because he's saying, look behind you, Jamie, as in Jamie Lee Curtis. And that actor is none other than Jamie Kennedy. That is amazing. Yes. Like there is nothing like that's Jamie, <laughs> Jamie Kennedy. That and then that's happening. And in the van, they have a delayed fee feed, and they see what's happening in the house. And they they see you have two other people are like, look behind you. I 
it is, it's perfect. It's a perfect moment. Here's the other thing I will say really quickly is that in that party, you have the thing where he's explaining the rules, right? And he's like, you don't do this, you don't do this. And he's like, never say like, I'll be back. You know, you'll do that, blah, 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 blah. And then Matthew Lillard's character, you know, they're all like, okay, dude, okay. And then at one point, Matthew Lillard's character is like, okay, I'm going to go down to the stairs and get the beers. And then he turns around and he goes, I'll be right back. And there's so the delivery of that line is literally perfect because everyone starts laughing and it's like, but then they do it in this movie and it's weak. It's weak sauce. I can't, they do every, everything that they recreate in this movie felt like a weaker version of the original. That was just, it was just not as good except I, but I, to your point, Jamie, that even the part that I did like was probably wasn't as good. I, I didn't mind, I didn't mind, maybe I'm just, I just like when black people do stuff. I didn't mind black Randy going downstairs with the white girl and being like, you might be, the, you might be the killer. I am the killer. Like, yeah, you might be the killer. That was cool. Yeah, that was fun. I, I will that. say that was the most tension I felt throughout the entire film. Because at that point, I literally was like, I actually don't know. I was like, one of these two people is, is probably the killer. And I don't know who it is. Cause I, and, and it was weird. Cause I was like, I literally feel like they're both in danger right now. And that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Would it be crazy if they would have told you right then who one of the killers were? Like, they would have just, like, if the black girl was the killer and just murked the other girl and then just went back upstairs like nothing happened? Imagine to to your, to the thing you were saying earlier of, like, of talking about, what's his name? Uh, Zach. Jack Quaid. When he was like, when he's like, please don't go in that house. And imagine her listening to him. They're on the road driving back to wherever their home is. And then halfway through, he's just like, I can't believe you listened to me. And he takes out a knife and stabs her. Like, imagine something like that. That would have been mind blowing. I would, I would have been, it would have, uh, it would have been incredible. That would have been so much better. Cause you didn't need to wait for the big reveal. Like my thing is she said in the requel, there's the rules are different. Like the rules are different in a requel. Break them. Let me know. Cause my thing is we know it's two. Like, that's fine. But if you just tell me off break or like in the middle, like, yo, this is one of them and no one else knows, you know what I'm saying? And then you're like, now like, oh shit, who's in on it too? It would have just like, cause you know, it would have changed a little bit. And I agree with Bray. Um, Jenny Ortega, I was like, she is so hurt in this movie. Like, dog, there's no, this girl, they didn't throw her in a closet. I'm like, there's no way. Like she can, she's hitting the other little girl. I was like, well, that's the that's the other thing. That's the other thing about it that 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 misdirect doesn't work at all, at all. To be like, it's the sister. It's like, how could it possibly be the sister? She got. She should have died. Like the amount. Of, it's like, yes, I know. In the original scream, they stab each other to, to try to look at it. But it's like they wouldn't have stabbed her that many times. We all saw it. The audience saw it. So even if it's makes sense for just the movie of it because she doesn't know exactly how the attack went down. It's like the audience does. So this misdirect still should be for the audience and it's not. And it it was a weird, like, it was like, yeah, we know it's not the sister, you know? And then we also know that you didn't, that you cut her open and untied her. Like that's, nobody was fooled by that. And it's crazy because even, you know, even as we get to the end, you know, we're at the end, we get the big reveal. I, you know, (sighs) okay, this is my last pet peeve. With Sydney and Gail being in all these movies, and they're ready for war this time. You ain't got no bulletproof vests. You're not. You're not ready. Like you're not. 
I've been through five of these movies and they keep trying to kill me. I'm not like just not with guns, but like I'm not prepared for this shit. And they just shoot Gail in the stomach. I also, I also like, it's such a movie thing and maybe people like it. I kind of don't. I don't like this idea that they're just like, well, I've survived four mass killers, so I'm going to survive this one. It's like, why? Why would you think that? No, a, a real human being wouldn't think that. Only a movie character thinks that. They'd be like, they would, they would have PTSD. They would go, they would be losing their mind. Like they wouldn't be like, ha, 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 here we go again. Like I'm, a, here I am, armed with barely anything, going against killers. I don't and again, know. Like once we get the big reveal, I don't, I don't get what the point of Billy is, and like what's for Scream Six. I'm telling you, it's for, it's for well, the there, next there, one. That's no the point. point. I just saw they cast Ratcatcher in Scream 6, the Ratcatcher from Suicide Squad. Dude, this movie made so much money, they were like, oh shit, yeah. And I think the reviews are good. Again, as I'm shitting on it, I enjoy this movie. I'll watch it again. Like, I would love to be in one of these screams. Let me fight Ghostface. Come on, y'all. Let me do it. I'll punch him in the nuts. I just can't believe that Sydney was back in the home where everything went down. And I literally felt nothing. Like, I felt nothing. And then shortly later, shortly after that, they're like, our movie has stakes. And I was like, really? Because I haven't felt for a single person, anyone. Not, I, didn't, I, I wasn't worried for, for Sydney or Gail. Like, I was like, I wasn't worried for 45 straight minutes. I think that in a little bit to do with the story, for sure. But I personally, I just felt like, I don't know what it was. I, maybe it was just the choreography and not necessarily the shots. Cause like Jarrah was saying, there was like claustrophobic shots or whatever. I just felt like they did not know how to create a scene with tension. It just, it wasn't happening. <laughs> and, and, and the, and the moment that I felt like it did happen, it was because the performances were so good. Those two, those two girls were so good and they had a little music or whatever. There was something there. There was tension. But the other stuff, it just felt like, I don't know. It was just like, all right. Yeah, man. I, I fear you. And But now we have, now we have the, we have four women who's made it to the end. The two, two women of color. They all look like superheroes. Yeah. And, oh, and I should say, I liked, I liked her railing on, I think I already said this, but I did like that part. I know that that part was a little hokey, but I, I liked it. I was like, oh, all right. Uh, <sighs> Just her like going, just her, just the sort of promise of the Billy thing finally actually like being a thing instead of just being like this weird voice she's been having this whole time. It would have been dope if they would have been scared of her. If, if they would have been like, oh shit. But everybody was like, good for you. I was like, no one's worried that this girl just like, again, she just went ham on this dude. She didn't just kill him. She was like, I was like, all right. This it's is, like, okay. but it, I, I guess what I'm saying is it's the one thing that makes me go, maybe I'll watch Scream 6 to figure out how this, you know, instead instead of it being like a thing that they, it's not a thing that I don't, I don't think they, it paid off in this movie, but it was a thing that it was like, all right, a re- okay, <laughs> I'll watch the next one. You know what I mean? God, because this is my thing. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real. Okay. But this movie really why, why needed. Why did you set on fire again? Because they, they threw her they threw disinfectant spray on her and then she got shot on the fire and then the thing. <laughs> and what sucks that is that this movie, this sucks because like in any movie, this movie, the real, the real failure of this movie is that this movie could have oh had two squirrels in it, y'all. 
two separate swirls, and we never got to see the swirls, okay? Shock, shocking. There were no <laughs> sex scenes in this movie. Come on, man. What you doing? There were no... I was like, this is the first slasher I've ever seen that had not a one sex scene. It's because the swirls involved black people, okay? One swirl is like the black dude, this white girl's like, let's go upstairs. Let's go upstairs. And he's like, ah, you could be the killer. And then she's like, are you for real? He's like, yeah. They could have went upstairs and he could have been scared the whole time. How funny and how tense of the scene that would have been if she would have been doing creepy shit the whole time. He's like, what the fuck? Or if like, he's like, they up there having sex, but then like every time he sees a shadow and it's like, oh fuck. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like you could have had- That would have been hilarious. It would have been great. You could have had a really funny, scary scene. They robbed us of a fun scene. Yep, you're and absolutely then right. You had a sister downstairs who's <laughs> clearly trying to get her swerve on throughout the whole time. Yeah. You telling me she, she literally get- looks and winks at some other white girl. What are you? Come on, man. And you talking about 2022? You don't give me no swirls. I bet you just what they wanted to do, and they probably filmed it was the white boy <laughs> and and, and Melissa. They were like, I bet you they filmed that swirl. I was like, oh, we don't have time for it. But they didn't film it when the black people would have been in charge of the swirl. They actually might have filmed that because it would have been a direct mirror to the first movie. Yeah, they might have. They might have filmed that. <laughs> Black people can lead the swirl when they want, okay? And the swirl don't have to be black and white, okay? The swirl can be the swirl can be black and Asian, it can be black and Latino. The swirl can be anything. But we didn't get the swirl and this movie was worse for it. Also, the girl that the black dude was like, I don't know, you could be the killer. Her movements just made no sense. She was so offended that she just ran out of the house somewhere and then just showed back up. I was like, where did you go? That was Liv, like, right? It made no sense. It was just for the movie. Anyway. When she got shot, that that actually surprised me. That actually surprised me. Yeah, because they just shot her like it was. I was like, damn. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> Would have been crazy. JK, I know it's not you. It's me. I was like, yeah, if she, it would have been crazy if she went down the line. Yeah, that you was me. Boom, boom. Oh, run, niggas. <laughs> run. <laughs> That shit would have been crazy. If she if she would have like shot her, then shot somebody else in the arm, I'm like, oh, this white chick crazy, run niggas, run. But also, where did the black girl go in that whole braid? I don't know. Because she was slashed, and then where did she go? She literally disappeared. Bruh, I don't know. She was just on the floor in the other room the whole time. Or low-key, she black. She might like, yo, I'm gonna let them deal with this. I'm gonna go out the back door real quick. I'd have been gone. You wouldn't have found me. Here's what I'm saying. This is what would have been great. This is what I would have loved. Okay. I would have loved if so, like they're getting on the elevator, right? And and Jack Quaid is like, Are you sure you want to go back? And he's like, I got I forgot the head. And Dewey, Dewey turns around, he starts walking towards the killer. He's slowly doing a thing, you know. He gets the call from Gail. He starts to look at the thing, and then you just hear, Stop looking at that damn phone. And he's like, What? What? Hold on. Who who is who, who is that? It's me, Steele. That's the damn killer over there, you stupid pieces. <laughs> and so Steele starts, you know, I'm not going to say all the lines because Steele has like a lot of like words that Steele wouldn't typically say. You know, he's typically in those PG situations. He's uh, saying all uh, kinds of F-bombs, this, that, that. Sure. You know, you're not supposed to do that. How many times ever? And then the killer gets back up and then boom, just like a, just a shot with the, a shot with the, with the hammer, just a shot with the hammer. The, the killer, the killer fully vaporizes. Okay. <laughs> fully vaporizes. <laughs> Vapor- <laughs> what? And then and then what? it's like, dude, you you live to you live to survive another day, you know. And then and then Steel goes off, disappears. 
disappears into the night. James. That's what I, I would have right. loved well, that. That happened. <laughs> uh, Bray, Bray, take us home. I like that. Take us home, Bray. All right. We review films not based on how much we liked it, but whether or not it helped the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. If we feel like a film fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If we feel like it somewhat helped the film, we give it a white palm. We feel like it didn't help the cause at all. We don't give it anything. So on the count of three, we'll do our reviews for this this movie, Scream. It's not whether you liked it, but whether it helps the cause. That's That's the rules. That's true. <laughs> I need to do a quick Google real quick. <laughs> Let me do a quick. No, no, Bray, do it. Do the count right now. Google Bray, do the count. Do the count, Bray. <laughs> All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Three black fees. Wow, James, I, I thought that, that was difficult for you, huh? No, I gotta, I gotta support. You know, we have, we have all people of color leads. This is one of one of the most diverse screams, if not the most diverse scream movie. So I had to give it a fist. I didn't like it. And there are other things that I liked about it that I didn't talk about because I was so enraged. But one of those things, it was not the acting. The acting was fantastic. I loved the acting. I absolutely loved the acting. I thought it was great. So, you know, and I know that this will mean more stuff for all of all of the POCs involved. So, And all four of the POCs survived. That's super rare. <laughs> now you know they about, all about to get murked. It's so funny. I saw them all survive. I was like, man, these niggas gonna get got in this next one, though. Mm, 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 mm. They killed sher- They killed the sheriff. Well, that's a pretty big kill. They killed the sheriff and the ex-sheriff. And they killed a security guard. And they killed that random dude. And then they killed... It's only one kid. Oh, no, six. Okay, sorry. My bad. She died, too. Yeah. My theory is they opened the movie with them killing the twins. Or at least one of them. I swear to you, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. I don't accept it. <laughs> That's the only way to do it. The thing about Scream, I think this is true Wait, about two, Scream. The two, yeah, they're supposed the to be twins, but I think you kill kids? one of them or both of them. I know. But if you survived the last movie, you do not die. You do not die. I don't give a fuck about your new rules. <laughs> new rules. New rules, James. That black girl, it will be more famous than everyone in the movie. Okay, unless I mean Jenny's pretty famous, but like she is going to be super famous. You get her next. It's true. It's true. I have to. I will say one more time that like I didn't want to see my friends die. That is a big part of why I didn't like this movie. And I and I'm aware that that is not that is not how you critique films. (laughs) But I'm just going to say it one more time that I know that that's part of my problem. I'm just going to say it again. You can feel how you feel. You can feel how you feel. You can feel how you feel. (laughs) All right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It, It got three black fists. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Oh my goodness. What I should be putting on our website is our Indiegogo fund. Come on. To, for the people who have been donating already, thank you so much. We're trying to make a movie that's funny with some tension so we don't have to drag ourselves. So please head on over to Indiegogo. You can look up BMCJ Threshold or put Threshold. Honestly, I checked it. It's we're on the main page when you go to film. So please donate whatever you can. It could be $5, $10, whatever. It helps because our crew are mainly black and women. It helps us actually pay them a decent rate and not ask people to do shit for free. Hey, yeah. You can also find links to Defunct Patreon. We have the year's worth of episodes on there. If you want to support us through that, listen to You can subscribe to that. Listen to the episodes, unsubscribe, whatever you want to do. Also, if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. We'll read your review on the air. This one is by... Equatorial player, life imitates art. It says, 
Good morrow. I am a listener of the podcast, and I am a fan of comedy films, and I think a great, relevant film that talks about the current state of politics is the Eddie Murphy movie, The Distinguished Gentleman. It is a great film that was very underrated, and I know this is not a political podcast, but this film is a tour de force. All right. Got it. We'll have to add it to our list. All right. Well, follow me at John Braylock. You can follow James at James 30. I mean, James 30 comedy.com. And you can follow me at draw Milligan. And if you go to my Instagram, you can see our Indiegogo in my bio. We will see you next week, which we might be doing everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, I'm ready for that. All right. Peace. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Fonts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever!